Hey guys, welcome back to Two Weeks from Tuesday, a podcast that aims to be a friend and a confidant in life, love, and relationships through music, new perspectives, and truth. We are always here for you. I'm your host, Aaliyah Bloom. And I'm your host, Aaron Wakefield. And, and this, this is, is Two Weeks from Tuesday. You should listen to what you want. Yeah, you deserve. Listen to what makes you happy. If you want to listen to psych rock, you should do that. A little bit of folk? Go for it. If you want to play heavy metal at the Kickback Maddie, go ahead. Music? It's expression. It's everything. Honestly, you're right. So, what's our episode called today, Aaron? Do you want to announce it? We are on Volume 6, You Can't Be Everything All at Once. I'd like to say that this title is kind of uh, parallel to how we are right now. Aaron and I, we're juggling a lot. We're trying to be everything all at once. And I don't know. We'll see how this episode comes out. Yeah. I feel like we've been trying to do so much. I know. I feel... Okay, so... I feel like we're kind of, like, I don't want to be a downer in this episode. Speak so your, we'll wait, to, speak your truth. Uh, oh, it's speak your truth. Wait, have it, we ever explained speak your <gasps> truth hour to them? Wait, you guys don't know speak your truth? It's time for, it's time for us to explain. Okay, speak your okay. truth hour is, like, um, random. Should you, you should explain it, because this is your brain baby. It is my brain baby. Ooh, hi, brain <laughs> baby. <laughs> okay, I love that. Okay, so many. You guys literally will have a dictionary by the end of listening to us. <laughs> Maybe so, we'll, we'll have a dictionary, a Two Weeks from Tuesday dictionary available would, on our website. That would be precious as fuck. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so speak your truth. It kind of started like once it got Be Real. Be Real, you know, it's just a platform where you post randomly whenever that like app tells you to and during the day. So my new thing is you just ask someone like any time of day. And I like to think like anyone can dictate this in the friend group. Or over text, you just say, hey, it's speak your truth hour. And then everyone goes in a circle speaking their truth. truth. It doesn't have to be anything big or bold. It's literally just like rant or speak the first thing on your mind or like anything. Yeah, or like something you haven't said to the group yet. You know? Like a confession. Literally okay. anything. It, literally anything. It's, it's speak your truth hour. But what was I speaking my truth? Oh, it's speak your truth hour right now because I like truthfully... I don't want to get too, like, sad in this episode. It's not... Okay, so it's not even sad, but I don't want to be, like, just freaking... Uh, freaking. Freaking. She's having a hard <laughs> I'm having right a now. day. No, I don't want to get too, like... Obviously, we get deep, but I want to be sweet, too. I want to be sweet and fun. <laughs> I don't even think this is, like, the sad episode. It's just, like, a... It's kind of a struggle episode. It's it just, is. like, our personalities. Aaron and I, I think on the outside, every so often people think we look put together and like a lot of people are like you guys do a lot but if you saw like the back end of what we do it is literal <laughs> chaos it is nightmares it it, it 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 is a nightmare okay so like me me and Aaliyah have been like commuting to each other as you guys know Aaliyah's in Boston I'm in New York we've been like commuting like going back and forth I've been going to Boston or not as much as Aaliyah's been coming here but then Aaliyah's been coming here and whenever she comes here like my apartment's in shambles. <laughs> we are on the struggle bus moving we're, 110 miles per yes, hour. We, le- we hit the ground running in the morning and we're like getting ready in like 10 minutes and then we're running from train station to train station and switching trains. It's like, it's like literally us trying to be everything all at once. I feel like we could have a good marketing thing that's like a poster that says, 
welcome or hop on to the struggle bus and then it's our two two weeks from tuesday logo on the hop bus. On the you guys are hearing bus. this i think that's funny i don't know our live marketing plan i don't know if you have your shit together this probably isn't for you does anyone really no, have their shit together actually has their shit together it's all an illusion yeah and uh, yeah i would it's say all, my mom yeah. has her shit together She's one of the few people I feel like just does the things. And- True. I feel like my mom has her shit together, too. She just, like, like she does it and she doesn't complain. Like, she'll be, like, pissed sometimes, but she won't complain, complain. This is kind of interesting. So this episode is about, I think Aaron and I, and I'm sure many of you guys, are people who want to do a lot of things and have a lot of big aspirations. I'm sure there are a lot of creatives who are listening to this. And I think we just try to do everything all at once, and sometimes you just can't. And, and I it's think, easy to get down on yourself when you don't, when you can't be everything all at once, even though that's not what you're meant to do. And I think that I was just tying it into our mothers and stuff. They're both two very independent, hardworking career ladies. Honestly, similar similar jobs, very separate, but like in the health they're healthcare, both in healthcare administration. Like, yeah. And they're both people who've worked really hard, kept their head down, worked, and still keep the family afloat. And I think after seeing all of the accomplishments and hard work that they do we probably put a pressure to be like oh we're only 20 but we need to be like administrators or not like administrators yeah, but like have a big job living. and take yeah. care of this and that and like i think that that has do you think that's added to why we are so like driven maybe a piece of it probably i there have been so many times where like i've had like a really long like it's Honestly, I never take a break after just a long week because I'm like, it's just a week, like whatever. But there'll be a time, like times where I'll have just like a really long month or something. I'm like, I'm just so busy and like whatever. I'm like, oh, I need like a massage or something. And I'm you, like, don't like, you don't I like, you don't being like being touched. I don't like being touched. I don't like massages, but like the thought, you know, like I could have a massage or like I could go do what something do nice you do for, for myself. That? What is that for you? <laughs> but like when I have those like moments, I'm like, okay, like I like maybe I don't need to do that. I'm only 22. I'm like little. Why do I need to be taking breaks like this? And like I don't know. I feel like that's a detrimental thought process. Um, but I don't do anything to like relax. I just like maybe we should like talk to a therapist about you. this. Maybe find some <laughs> methods. You watch TV? Yeah, I like. Yeah, I do watch TV. I don't watch it a lot, but, like, at night, I will have my episodes. I get excited. Like, I'll have my little show, and I'll get my little sweet treat. I and feel like... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt oh, it, you. I was just going to say, and then I'll have my episode. But what do you do? Oh, no. I was just going to say, I feel like Aaron and I are definitely not the people to, like, watch TV in the middle of the day. No, I feel sad. Like, that's that. totally cool, and I actually wish I could sit still and do that. I feel like I just... I don't know when this started, but, like, get so anxious about, like, watching stuff. I just, I don't know if it's, like, society. There's so many things moving so fast. I don't know how to slow down. But, like, I I like going to the movies. I love going to the movies. But I feel like when I'm watching TV during, like, if I'm watching TV during the day, which is, like, extremely rare, I'll, like, look out the window and see that it's light outside. And I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? (laughs) Just because we have so many things we're juggling. Like, we literally can't, or... This might be a we little tainted. Slow down. This might be a tainted podcast because we're both like we cannot stop. We cannot stop. Yeah, we're not. In, but we're not in any way telling people t- to not stop. Don't live like us. We're ruined. We're, we're like, awful. We're disgusting. We're, like, <laughs> we're disgust. No, we're like 
Uh, what? Uh, I don't even know. My ex used to call me a windstorm. I feel like the way, like, and people in general, the way I used to leave for school, I give myself- the Tasmanian m- devil. <laughs> like, let me just try to paint the picture. So I used to live in this, um, like, apartment that had, like, really, like, um, steep stairs. Like, you're climbing Mount Everest or something. And, like, I was on the second floor, and I would just, like, grab my keys- and then I would, like, grab my bag, and my makeup would be half on, however the fuck I put it on. And then I, like, make a... Like, I'm just, like, holding, like, ten things at once, like, eating my oatmeal on the way with a coffee in one hand, juggling, like, books in my arms. And I, and then I would, like, go to my car and be like, shit, I put the keys put the keys <laughs> down, and then I'll go back to the car, and then I'll be like, where's my phone? And then, like, have to circle around. No, you you I, can imagine that, right? Yes, I can imagine You've that. You've seen I do, it. I've, okay. Aaron's just... She's I'm just as bad. bad. You like, never, you wouldn't see the, that coming. No, it's to the point where like, Aaliyah's like, I think you have like a little touch of undiagnosed ADHD just because of the way I act. But it's be- just because like I, I have so much going on. But I totally get that. Like when I lived in Jersey, I used to literally with the oatmeal, I would have like this little cup of oatmeal. And I'd be eating it as I was driving in like the car. Eating in the car. Yeah. Yeah. And there were, there were sometimes that I would be so just like overstimulated by what was happening and I'm moving so quickly for I'm not even kidding you. This happened multiple times where I left the keys in the ignition. And I was like, where are my keys? Like, yeah, I was like, I'm losing my mind. I'm losing it. I'm just, I don't know if I've done anything that bad. Just like leave, just going up and down the stairs like five times when it's in my pocket or something. Like just, okay, when you have ADHD. (laughs) No, what was this? When was this two weeks ago? Aaliyah was like, oh. Oh my God, where are my glasses? Stop. And they were on her face. I think I just need a better <laughs> prescription. Well, we don't have, to, this would be a fun episode, the ADHD one. But like when you have ADHD, you have a thing that's like, um, you just, you lose things easily and you're all over the place and things are scattered and it's hard to stay clean. And I think it doesn't help. When I have time, this quote elusive thing called time, I actually clean, but I never have time. I feel like, Aaron, you agree with me. Like, when people ask, like, me to hang out and stuff, I'll just be like, yeah, when I have time, like, of course. And, like, yeah, we can do this when I have time. Where's the time? I never, this time never comes. (laughs) Yeah, no, I... I totally agree with that. And I, I'm the same, like, okay, no, I'm not the same way. We're not, we're not alike in, in the way that we, like, like, handle other friendships besides, like, this friendship, but... I feel like I do agree to a lot of like hangouts and like like trips and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Let's go. I'm, you know, I'm always down. I don't have time to be just like, <laughs> just <laughs> like Lincoln and booling, Lincoln and moving. Her. Like I don't have time to be doing stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, no, I totally agree. Well, now I think it's even harder. Recently, I started this full time job doing the project management stuff, and it's a nine to five on top of the podcast, on top of writing, and like. I do like to think I'm someone who's extroverted and I have like my really, really close homies. But then like, I don't know how to, I I think I'm still learning how to like make more time because there are so many people I want to see this little like extroverted bunny, but I I don't know how to. Energizer bunny. I just feel like I can't sleep if I see everyone. And then I feel bad like saying no because I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like just. I don't know. It's it's hard to find the balance with that. Do you do you feel guilty ever, like, 
because you move so fast do you feel guilty that you can't like hone in on being present do you feel like you like if i'm i don't know yeah that's okay that's actually been like an issue for a really long time and i think it started like right in the like heat of like when i was trying to get to new york like it was like it was like grind time that i i realized that i was like not being present and like anything that I was doing um like I remember my family came to visit and literally I was caring like we they're like okay we're gonna go to the mall and I like like I'm like okay I'll go and I'm like walking downstairs computer in hand like answering emails and like doing work on the way to the mall I'm like and it sucks yeah it sucks I was like I I feel bad like I, I like I my family like when they they live in Illinois like I was like I feel so sad like I couldn't even like put away my own shit for like 10 seconds to even like realize that they were right in front of me mm-hmm. i totally agree or like i'll be like out with my family having like dinner then i'll like make plans stupidly for like an hour after dinner and then i'm like looking at my phone I'm, like okay are my plans ready to go or are they ready to go and there's always just like something next like i remember I- i've tried to really get better at just like quality over quantity and not spreading too thin but like big whip work in progress <laughs> <laughs> a big whip do you guys remember that you? <laughs> i don't know i love the whip the whip yeah but <laughs> i'm whipping i'll tell my therapist <laughs> that i'm i'm trying but um yeah i used to like aaron could attest now i'm busy with my own projects i really like like i i was so extrovert i would just see one person to the other to the next do you think i don't think this is this is for you but i think part of me if, likes to be busy so i don't think Thoughts are a lot. Yeah. Uh, I Okay, so I, like, as we've established in many other episodes, I'm a thinker. I like to think. I like to sit at the wall and, like, just, like, process my thoughts. But I found that one thing that I really, I used to not, I guess I, I didn't enjoy really thinking about it was, like, love and relationships and I think when I feel like like hopeless about love and relationships my like my outlet to like completely avoid thinking about it is my work so like I say I'm upset about a guy I'm like okay I'm just gonna go I'm just gonna it's time to work harder interesting but I don't do that with anything else I can I can think about anything I can literally stomach anything else I'm like okay I'll sit down and just like think think it out but with like love and relationships I'm like I don't want to think about it like let me just do my work this is I only have me and I think it's a defense mechanism but maybe just a little bit but (laughs) you know just a smidge just a smidge I don't know I'm trying to think about like all the all the things I do maybe we could share with everybody like a few of just to share a little bit more about ourselves, yeah. I feel like the way I break down all of, quote, these things are, well, you guys see this one, the podcast, where this has been a big project and super exciting. Then writing, I think Aaron and I both have that in common. Family, friends, a lot of that. Yeah. Um, and then we have, our, I don't know if you want to talk about, like, your work right now. Like, I could talk about mine. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's kind of interesting. I mean, just to, because I don't think we really tell anyone what we do most. True. We're, when people just ask what Aaron, are what are you doing? She's like, oh, I Nothing. just do stuff. And they're like, oh, bet. <laughs> and I'm like, and then I'm like, excuse me, Aaron does like. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Well, so I work as a communications associate, which when I like went into this position, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even know what communications was really. Um, but it's like for a, like a political organization. And I feel like that adds to my stress sometimes because I'm always on and I'm always having to be clued in or not clued in. or I, I'm always having to be 
um, up to date on like politics, which I enjoy because I like politics and I, I wanted to be like a lawyer and a, a Supreme Court justice. I wanted to do all of that stuff. But I don't I feel like me being exposed to like all of the things that are happening in the world all the time and then having my work be surrounded by that is something that like kind of puts me like on edge it's overstimulating yeah i'm like oh and i literally the other night i was so sad because texas like beto lost in texas the other night and i was like oh i'm so pissed right now (laughs) erin has worked her way up in that company too yeah like i started as a photographer um that like a photographer and a videographer um that just like worked on random projects whenever they needed me and then i was like a social media manager and now i'm a communications associate next probably the ceo but like i don't really know (laughs) i think that my dad gave the genius idea to aaron that she should do in consulting because literally every creative outlet like aaron's got it down do you want to also like i feel like we haven't had the chance yet to like actually talk about like what we do like off the podcast like this is like a cute time for you guys to learn a little more like do you want to share about like your writing or like any of that um i am also a writer i've been a writer since i could read but um, I have like a few short short stories published, and then I'm getting my novel edited. I have been so like we've been so busy with the podcast. I haven't like I got my novel edited, and it was finished being edited uh, at the end of September. And I have only been able to get probably like not even one fourth of the way through the edits. But um, once I finish that, hopefully she's gonna be off to to be published. Do you want to um, do you want to share a little bit about it, or do you want to like leave it a secret? I'll leave it a secret, but it is called Good Luck Finding August, and it's probably one of my favorite names I've ever come up with. It's, it's <laughs> um maybe we'll plug that on the website. Yeah, once well, all that comes out, that will be a that will be a big that'll accomplishment. Be a good day. That's my book. It's my baby. It it's a really good story. I've I like to think that I've edited and read yes. some of her story and or like all of it. Yeah. And I think one of my favorite memories is. I I'm not published or anything. I just have I've always had a passion for writing and screenwriting in so many different forms. And Aaron and I have talked about this. But Aaron and I just like we'll take our screenplays and we'll sit at our little coffee shop <laughs> and it's like one of my favorite memories. We get our coffee and we get our treats. We have our screenwriting like plays and her story. And then we'll switch and we'll yeah. read each other's and we'll it's edit so sweet. and go through our feedback and just like when do we the last okay, how long lucid coffee yeah we went to lucid it was like the day before um i moved to new york um lucid isn't new jersey we're talking no they changed the name but yeah what's it called ambi it's called Ambi. Uh, coffee. why would they ever do that it's great really good coffee incredible coffee but um we were sitting there for like what three hours just like editing each other's work it was i could use that i I could could, i like openly use that I'll jump into a little bit about what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. No, or not, not like, like that. that. We just got into the coffee shop. No, okay. But you guys will learn you a do. lot. You guys will learn a lot about coffee between listening to all of this, True. like all the spots, all the hookups, and we good flavors. You. Because Aaron was a barista. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, that was a weird laugh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I was gonna say um, I'm a project manager at Newton Wellesley Hospital, which is in Massachusetts, and I do pro- um. Like did I say I do project management? Yeah, I already said. <laughs> I'll say said it, it twice, just just in case you didn't hear me the She's first time. Emphasizing in the orthopedics department, and it's cool. I'm like helping with all these things, and it's kind of my dream job. I've always wanted to do business for healthcare. Like I think again because of our mom's big influence, and because it's like impactful, and I can use my business, whatever. Really cool. But I was gonna say, brushing over that, 
that like I like pull up my screenplay sometimes during work. <laughs> like I was doing that what yesterday, and I was just like flipping from like being serious. I don't know if I should be saying this on the web, but they're probably I'm, not listening. Inter- they're probably not. You're fine. Yeah, my boss is not listening to this. <laughs> she she doesn't give a shit. <laughs> um, love you. <laughs> um, yeah, but. Yeah, flipping from, like, my screenplay, and I'm like, oh, I miss Erin editing this. I need to add her notes and stuff, because it's been so long. I know. Ugh, we've just been busy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like a big time suck. Or also, like, the gym, like, self-care. Yeah. Like, Erin's going for, like, a marath- half marathon. Yeah, in February. Oh, God bless. Oh, you need to I hop just, on that. I just don't feel... Oh, it's just... We do... We just do too much. Yeah, and I'm just lift. I just, like, it's part of the self-care. We we talk about that. You guys have already heard our self-care, but... Yeah. Do you feel like you romanticize the grind? I, I don't know what it would be without the grind. Yeah. I feel like I... I need it. Yeah. I used to do it when I was younger, too. Because, like, I always wanted to be a writer. And whenever I would see, like, um, movies... And stuff, and, like, like I would see the writers, like, sitting at their desk, like, being stressed and staying up all night working on, like, um, their manuscript and, like, just being so, like, passionate about what they were writing and, like, to the point where they were, like, kind of, like, I guess hurting themselves in order to, like, push this project forward or something. Like, I would be like, oh, I want to I wanna do that. I want to be that. And I'm like, why am I romanticizing this? That's in- I've n- I've never been that extreme, but I love that for you. <laughs> just over like flowing with passion. Yeah, Give me like, passion. So, I'm just like so passionate. I'm so like, passionate to the max. Like I'm just like I'm obviously I'm like it's not more passionate than anyone I've ever met. We are the passion. <laughs> we, are, we are the passion. Passion kids. Yes. Do you like that? Call us the passion kids. I don't like it. Oh, it, but okay. My, it like gives me kids bob vibes. <laughs> I was gonna say like nineties spunky, spunky female. The passion? Ki- no, I don't. I still don't. I don't like it. What about? It's giving Backstreet Boys, but worse. Okay. Well, the Backstreet Boys are good, but like worse name. Yeah, the Backstreet Boys are so chill. I would bop to them. I was bopping to the Black Eyed Peas yesterday, <laughs> having don't a great start. fucking time. I will they ever get old? Do you like them? Why Why do I feel like you don't like them? I enjoy them. It's just like not... <sighs> why like are I you sighing to the Black... <laughs> like, I'm not about to listen to the Black Eyed Peas right now. I'd probably listen to them on a run or something. My Humps? Meet Me Halfway? Okay, Meet, meet Me Halfway me is a halfway. is a Let's classic. not sing. No, we're not going to sing. It's not time. I'm, I'm trying to get a comfort touch. Will you meet me halfway? I don't know. Can we share what comfort touch is, or is that? Yeah, we'll give. I'm not giving you a comfort touch I right want now, one Queen. So bad. A comfort touch is something that I came up with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Aaron's not a touchy person at all, ever. No, I'm not. And it's basically just like a little pat to the shoulder or something. Um, and it's like to to give comfort. Um, when you think that somebody else needs it, a touch, a comfort touch does not require consent. And then you say comfort touch after, right? Yeah. It's just so like. It's sweet. No, this it's is like, my I moment to speak. It. Okay. <laughs> Just listen. Okay, I was getting moment. into get, get your moment. I'm sorry. Like when Aaron gives a comfort touch, it's it's a moment that I just it's special. Yeah. And I I hold on to it and I, I like wish I could bottle it up and like do it all over again and I replay that moment on and on and on. 
until I get my next one. <laughs> You're being so dramatic. <laughs> no. We also have, we don't, I don't think we named this, but the energy surge where like oh, I put my hand on. Oh, wait, I like, love energy uh, surge. Wait, can we call it energy surge? We can call it energy oh surge. Oh my God, we're so silly. We guys. Can... <laughs> we're just in our, we're in our little world We're right in now. our moment. No, but the energy surge is like when you put it's it's similar to a comfort touch can but i just you try like, one right now can you just no, give me one i'm not giving you an okay surge. fine fine um <laughs> you put your hand on someone and then you like rub your arm to transfer your good energy to them i've you never need it i've never given you one you've only given me yeah i didn't think this is something i could give you can give an energy surge. maybe i should no you can give an energy surge everybody yours is just powerful surge. i know <sighs> What can I say? Erin <laughs> is such a quality person that whenever she does something like very sweet, it like hits the heart. Because <laughs> like, or not like very sweet. Like Erin's is like a very sweet person. Or I don't know if sweet's the first word I think of. Like, not sweet. Not sweet, but like amazing. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, if she does something sweet, it goes a long way. It's quality. It's like I savor. What the? There was oh, I was talking about okay. So we had a really, we like we're in a really. We are in the middle of a really long session at the studio today. We're doing everything. We're doing everything all at once. Um, and yesterday I went and got like snacks because we always get hungry and we never prepare. So I got like um, like ginger shots and green juice mm. and salad and what else? Bagels for breakfast and like stuff to pack and bring. It was so sweet. And this morning Aaliyah was just like had her little moment with that. I was like everything's in the refrigerator. She was like, oh, this is just too much. It's so sweet. It was just so perfect. It's like everything I would have picked out. And like I'm not used to people. I'm used to doing the picking out and getting the things and doing that stuff. So I was, like, so taken back. I don't know. It was such a nice gesture. <laughs> but I don't know. We could get back to the topic a yeah, little bit. I just about like we, we, we wandered somewhere. Oh, I was wandering. I almost got hit by a car today, guys. Oh, oh my God. No, I thought... Okay, so I fully thought Aaliyah was going to be hit by the car. Like... She started, she, okay. I was wandering. We I was all, moseying. I was you moseying. Were, you were moseying. So we turned, we all turned, all of us, me, Aaliyah, and my roommate, we all turned and look, looked at the light, and it was green, like, so the cars could go. And me and my roommate stopped, and Aaliyah keeps walking. And I go, Aaliyah, Aaliyah. And I, like, it was to the point where I had to yell her name for her to stop. Like, no headphones, no, no nothing. No headphones, no nothing. And she just fully, like, was about to get hit by this truck. It wasn't even just a car. It was a truck. Yeah, I, I'm glad I didn't go splat. That wouldn't have been cute. Would Aaron would have been like, been we're just cute. taking a little intermish, guys. <laughs> intermish? <laughs> you couldn't even get in. I had the code to get into this thing. I know. Oh yeah, my God, it would have been, been, been at the, the hospital. ER. This, I just wouldn't... Hey, guys, we're live from the hospital. Wait, I'd like to say I didn't... I don't know why this, I thought of this. You said hospital. <laughs> I thought of recently Aaron and I went out. <laughs> I feel like we're always going out <laughs> recently. <laughs> it's because we're together. We like to have fun. Yeah. Like, you have to let off steam. Um. Anyway, um, like, I feel like I do this one with Aaron because she does so much and she holds herself to such a high capability. And, like, it's always fine in the end. Like, whenever Aaron's in serious panic and trouble mode, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm always like I always just brush it off and I'm like you're fine so like one of the times kind of recently we we're out and about and she like was just out on the couch like kind of like sloshed on the bathroom by the end of the night <laughs> don't like, expose it's me. okay it happens to everyone she just was not doing hot like worse than I've ever seen her and I just like look at her and I'm like you're fine like she'll like her roommate's like oh we should get her this like put it like a computer and a 
phone. Yeah, and no, it was the sweetest food. thing ever. My roommate put her computer in the bathroom. Next and I was telling her, roommate, she's and, fine. <laughs> she's fine. Don't she worry like about it. And she plugged my phone into her computer so it would charge. I was like, oh my God. So I walked into a charged phone and a cup of water. Yeah, Aaron has some other instances. We don't need to get into them. <laughs> where, like, they're kind of big deals. I'm just like. Yeah, because, okay, I feel like I'm. Can you, can you tell that one? No, no, no. I was not. No, I'm not going to tell that one. That one. Okay. That, not that one. <laughs> yeah. I just, she's very dramatic. So usually I'm like. I'm, this okay, is... I'm extremely dramatic, but I feel like I don't you fully tell. freak out over like things unless they're actually Well, serious. you just sent me a photo. I just thought this was a joke. <laughs> and then I was like, and then I kept texting her and then I was like. Oh, her like energy seems a little off. Wait, and I was like, yeah, because you just invalidated my feelings. But okay, we really just keep like we, yeah, we really keep well, going off you topic. Can, I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Just like, it's really hard to juggle. Like I think that like, I'm I'm thinking about different kinds of pressures for success. I'm getting now into like a little serious. Like there's societal pressures about what you should be doing. Then if you like close the circle a little bit. Like, familial pressures, then friend pressures, then, like, other, like, specific ones. And then, like, your se- like the self-critical pressures you put on yourself. I don't know if you have anything to talk about involving that, right? I mean, yeah. Like, I feel like I get really guilty. Or I feel guilty when I don't, like, get all the things done, like, during the day. Because I feel like every morning when I wake up, I'm like, I want to get this, 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 and this done. And, like... If I don't get it done, I'm like, it's a productivity. I'm a failure. I'm a failure. I didn't do this. Like, if I, yeah, if I'm not productive, I feel like useless. I haven't had a day in a long time that I haven't felt productive. Yeah, it's been it's been a a, a while. But I don't have, remember I've had a day where I felt relaxed either. Yeah, there's definitely days where I like I'm I am being productive, but my brain isn't kind of isn't working at full full capacity because I'm just so tired and I'm like. Why do I feel like this? I'm like, okay, maybe because you're not taking care of yourself. Maybe because you sleep four hours a night. Sleep is so important. I know. Oh. And like, I just been I'm struggling. trying to get above six. Yeah. I don't. Really I, we were both getting like under. Fresh. Yeah, we were getting both like under five yeah. for a while. Oh, I feel like Aaliyah and I go in, in waves, and they're usually kind of the same waves. Mm-hmm. Um, we like I feel like we always go to the gym, but sometimes we have like our little moments where it's just like not happening. But like sometimes we're like really good about sleep and water intake and like mm-hmm. uh, eating healthy, and we're just like on the grind and everything's working out. And sometimes we're like, no, this none of this is working out. I've been sleeping two hours a night. Like I don't know. I feel like what's interesting for you and I as well is like maybe I don't know. This might be exposing, but we both have like an ego kind of for like fulfilling all that we do like it's kind of, or at least for me I feel like yeah I do all this and like I do it well and I I don't know it, I don't think many people are putting this pressure like no I don't I have a really supportive family no one around me is putting pressure to do so much yeah. like I've never really needed to yeah you know what I saw I saw this like a video saying that um the most successful people have like three things in common and I don't. I feel like I don't remember the third one, but the first two was like, they all have like, extremely like, like either low self esteem or like a fear of extreme fear of failure. And then the second thing they have is, like, the feeling that they're better than everybody else or that they like could be, if that makes sense. And then the third thing is like work ethic, like like. It's the, the drive. Like, yeah, that drive. I feel like intellect, like, intelligence is, like, so subjective. And, like, there are so many, like, smart people out there. But, like, it's 
the work ethic that's gonna take you far yeah my literally my parents used to say that to me all the time hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard because there were a lot of things when i was younger like i'm not saying this like i'm not like bragging or anything but there are a lot of things when i was younger that i was just like naturally good at like especially like in sports and stuff i was just like kind of a natural athlete if with anything that didn't involve a ball (laughs) but like like for like track and stuff i was just like fast I just, like, I was a good distance runner. And my mom would be like, okay, but why aren't you running over the summer? I'm like, because I don't want to. Like, I'm the fastest on the team. I'm, like, my parents would be like, no, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And somebody's out there running right now, and you're not. And my mom would be like, and I don't want to hear you complaining when you um, don't get first place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know so many smart people that just don't have the drive. And if they took the drive, like, I I don't, not that we're, like, superior, but, like, just like the uh, like some some yeah. level of energy that we have, like One of I would those be scared. Guys in our to friend group is that he's the smartest person I like think like we ever met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh, he's the smartest guy ever. It's crazy. Yeah, um, we're just like I want we. I feel like we've said this before, but cool. We want you to code for us. Just like, can you do that? Yeah, we're like anything that we can we can't figure out on our own. We're like oh, Cole could do it. Yeah, we <laughs> just we just put him. His brain. <laughs> I want some of it. Give me some of it, Cole. Split it up. Because I honestly don't think I have, like, I've had to always work hard for school. Like, I don't think I've ever had that, like, book smart, like, quickness. Like, if I had someone's, like, actual, like, natural intelligence brain. <laughs> see the way I talk? That's not good. <laughs> natural intelligence brain. Yeah. With, like, with the way, like, oh, I was just always in the library till like, midnight. I was, like, that kid. Yeah, I oh I just didn't I just don't like school. I I I enjoy doing like the work of school. I like writing essays and stuff. But like in school, I never really like had to try that hard. I just don't like being there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you just school isn't for everyone. I think the school system is just like there are so many flaws with it. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. I don't know even like what more to say about like this. Do you do you have more like do you feel like okay oh actually I have something. Do you feel like an act I don't. So I'm going to ask you. Do you feel like an actual failure if like I think that's such a strong word and I hear people say that a lot and I don't think I ever really go in modes where modes modes where I feel like I'm a failure. No. Sometimes I don't know, but I know people who do feel like so I, I get dramatic about it and I'm like, I like, suck. That's, yeah. I'm like, geez, like what, get your life together. What's wrong with you? But it's never like an actual feeling that like, oh, like I failed. Like I'm a failure. Like this is the end. Like I never feel like that. Cause I feel like there's like a, something in my brain that's always like, you're going to be fine. There's always like, it's it, always going it, to work out. Yeah. There's I get that. always something I'm like, okay. Like, trust the process. Yeah. I don't, so I don't feel like an actual failure. Yeah, and I don't think anyone should. I think that like no. every, like everything's always like in ebb and flow and like Yeah, you everybody is going to have their moment. You know what? Like I feel like you you do things at your own pace. I, I, and because of society standards, people feel like upset with the way that like how, like like okay, take college for example. Some people finish in four years, some people finish in three, five, some six, some don't at all, and they're, like, extremely rich. Like, you know what? Like, and I feel like people get hard. I feel like that's when the race starts, like, after high school. And, like, p- there's people feel like there's this race. 
But and, for like, what? But, Where yeah, are we going? For what? You you have your journey. Like do your journey. Live your life. Yeah, I th- I think just going off that, like what you're pretty much saying, like the comparison is, I think, where we get really tangled up, and that's something I've, I don't know if I, I I used to compare myself more to people, but I'm very confident with what I'm doing and just doing the things that make me happy. But like, I don't know who's comparing these days. Like I know so many people that, honestly, that I'm around, they're like I'm like they're doing this and I'm not doing that, so I feel bad about myself. You have to do what's right for you, and you yeah. should not, no matter what place you think you are. Compared to, like, the traditional societal societal standard. Like, screw that. I don't know. Like, Yeah. I feel like I don't compare myself to people anymore. But, I like, I kind of compare my life to how I thought it would be when I was younger. Because I always had a plan. Like, I always had, like, a... I knew what I was going to do. And I'm supposed to be in law school right now. But I know. Like, I always compare. I'm like, oh, I could be in law school right now. But do I want to be in law school? Like... No, that doesn't sound fun at all at the moment. Yeah, I, I think that comparison, comparing yourself is not good. The only good thing it could be used for is to, like, push yourself to, like, push yourself to work harder. Like, I don't know, this is kind of a silly example, but, like, Erin, she's my best friend, co-host of this. Like, we ride or die, but she's also, like, my role model, and she has so many ways that she uses her creativity and has been successful with that. Like, Aaron published a book. And I'm such a big writer. And I'm always like, Aaron published a book. That's, like, so cool. Like, I I want to do that. Like, and it has fueled me to, like, want to work harder, you know. But not, like, I, I try not to think of it as, like, a I suck. Like, like this is just a mindset thing. Not, like, a I suck. But more like a look at how cool she's being. Like, let me try to get to that place. I don't know. It's, like, a it's a positive spin, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like neither of us really come. I feel like we do our own thing. You know what I mean? Like we, me and Aaliyah just like, we just do the things. There's not, there's no real time to be comparing our lives to other people's lives. We have a, we've always had a plan. Yeah. And I think we've always been very con- content. Like, I don't know. I see what other people do. I'm like, I'm very happy just doing this thing. Like I wouldn't want to trade with anyone else. Yeah. And if you don't feel like you're happy with, like, what you're doing right now, maybe try something new. Change like, it. It's, you're never stuck. You have the power. No, you're never stuck. You all, like, I'm bringing, I feel like we're bringing up our parents a lot this episode, but, like, you all, like, my parents used to say this all the time, or, no, my dad used to say this all the time. You always have a choice. Like, I would, I would say something like, I don't have a choice. I have to do this. And then he'd be like, no, you always have a choice. So, you, let's, I mean, like, if you don't like what you're doing or you want to change it or you want to, like... I don't know. Go and follow your dream. Go. Like, like you only have one life. And honestly, like... That's like YOLO. YOLO. No. <laughs> YOLO. I don't... Uh, you yeah. bring early 2000s terms we, back up in the podcast. Um, throw back to swag it. <laughs> oh, swaggy. Swag, swag. 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 Oh, I had such a cute little thought. What was it? I feel like it floated away. Well, where, where were we going? We were just... We were just talking. A choice. Just, I don't know. Your thought bubble popped. My bubble. She she popped. Can you speak? I want to try to find that. I want to. Can you speak? Can you just talk again? Um, that was, I feel like this is the end. Okay. Well, then are we going into my question? Yes. Go into your question, please. The Aaliyah Dawn. The what? <laughs> no. For conversation. Okay, if you're in a sticky situation, conversation, or why can't I ever get my shtick down? 
<laughs> what is it called? Whether if you're com- on a date, a conversation or a sticky situation. Yes, Aaron, like Aaron just introduced my segment for me. <laughs> um, but uh, I, this is we kind of talk about this. But if you don't know what to say, maybe this is too deep for like a um, first interaction. But like, what do you find is like success? You know, and like I don't know. I think that's an interesting one because we talk about like failure, but like. How do you define the success? Or what is something that you're not doing now that you wish you could be doing? I feel like both of those questions are nice and could open up strong conversation with other people. True. Erin? <laughs> okay. I'm defining success. How I define success, um, I think when I was younger, just because I was little, I used to just like define success as how much money I, I would make. But now... Um, we didn't even get into that. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, but now I define success as like me doing the things that I love and being able to to live by doing those things. So like if like if I'm able to be a writer and a photographer and a videographer and do that and like make a living out of that, that's that's a success to me. I I definitely agree with you, and I've been. I was back at a Babson reunion thing, which is around, um, this is a little bit of a tangent, around a lot of business people. And all these business people go on the very straight and narrow corporate track, like, to all these, like, random kind of, like, plain companies. And I was talking to one um, friend who's, like, a homie of mine. She's like, I don't know if I really, like, love this, like, path, like, that I'm on. And I think, like, it's honestly worthwhile just, like, evaluating and, like, really thinking about what success is for you because it's different. And, like, yeah. making sure... You're not doing it because anyone else is doing it or anyone's pushed you into there. Just yeah. hot topic. I feel like co- like when we start college, it's like I feel like a lot more people should take a gap year because a lot of people really don't know what they're doing. And like a lot of people, gra- I graduated at 17. A lot of people graduate like at 17 and like they don't really actually know what they want to do. You're not a person at that age. Yeah. So like I like I feel like more people should take a gap year and kind of figure out where they want to go, what they like, what they don't like because there are so many people, I've seen it like so much who graduate and have a degree in something that they don't even want to do or they're just not interested in and something that's like not their passion and then they're trying to find a job that they're going to hate. No, I agree. I guess not not to challenge that, but a philosophy I have, I feel like, to let go of some anxiety is, like, there are so many options about where you go. Literally just choose one, and then you can pivot. Like, if you don't like it, change it up. But, like, it, I'm, I'm very into, like, these days, just go go with the flow. Like, like you don't need a there's, – there's literally multitude of everything you can do. So – it's it's not that deep. Just <laughs> been saying that a lot. It's not that deep. Yeah, just figure it out. Now, do do we get into Aaron's cute little segment? <laughs> Aaron's what's in and what's out. What's I feel like I'm gonna been, be today. Okay, guys, I feel like I'm an, an opinionated person, and like I thought that this segment would be easy for me, and they're just supposed to be off the dome. But I feel like I'm struggling lately to just like kind of like do my what's in you're what's so out. dramatic i feel like you're always opin- <laughs> you always have opinions i know you're gonna say cancer men again <laughs> no i'm not bringing up can- let's leave cancer men alone yes and giving yourself grace hmm. we're doing nice. a sweet one today giving yourself grace are we gonna actually and... though we'll see what are, you- are we actually gonna give ourselves grace 
We need to. We we are gonna try. Oh, I have such a good end. I really include. You just you. Like, I'm you always like to trying jump to include into my little segment. Go ahead. <laughs> vegan chicken nuggets. Oh, of course. Vegan chicken nuggets are always in. You know what I wish they had? They're always vegan. in. That was cute. They're always in. They're always part of the fam. <laughs> I wish they had vegan mozzarella sticks, because like I don't. I'm not a big huge fan of vegan cheese but like i really would like a mozzarella stick sometimes to fuck with one yeah no you know okay so vegan chicken nuggets are in but not just any chicken nuggets the impossible chicken nuggets at the amc movie theater i've never got they're so good let me tell you guys let me just tell you guys a story i'm i'm I don't want to make this too long, but it's a quick story. No, so, go quick. It's good. Okay. I love Elvis. I don't think I, I actually have ever mentioned it on the podcast. I'm fully obsessed oh with Elvis. God. I've loved oh Elvis God. since I was little. I like since I was a little baby because my dad watched Elvis's movies. My dad loves Elvis. Anne has like Elvis paraphernalia everywhere throughout her house. Like probably at least 12 different items. Yes. And I'm an OG fan, not just because the movie came out. But I, watched, I saw the movie the, the night that it came out and... We, me and my roommate moved to New York, and I swear to you, I saw the Elvis movie in New York seven different times. And every single time, I would get the vegan, like, impossible chicken nuggets to watch the movie. I have such, like, a... I don't think I can get them again without watching that movie. Our, our one of our main homies, Mr. Charlie, he was like... he He's... Him and Aaron are, like, besties. He was like, and that's when I knew she was a little different. She had a red flag. To, that was my red flag for Charlie. The the you Elvis really obsession. Yourself. I love Elvis. I have like five like shirts. I have a huge poster. Like a, I was talking mean? about Elvis. Elvis is someone. all over my apartment. But someone was like, it doesn't add up. She's black and I, he's okay, sus. But, uh, uh, there's okay. There is a lot of speculation about whether he was racist or not. I'm not going to get into it because I'm not trying to defend Elvis. Like it was the 50s. He probably was racist. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but I just. <sighs> It just it just works for you. I love Elvis. Like he's literally guys. I have he he's all over my apartment. Like I have Elvis pictures on the wall. Like there's probably like a, I think four just in my kitchen and living room alone. And then I have like mugs and cups and <laughs> Elvis records. Okay, that was too much. And also N is Elvis because he's just so sweet. Oh boy. <laughs> and um, out out. out. Mm. Hmm. Negative self-talk is out. Give me a better one. Why? I feel like it goes with the episode. Ugh, I want a sassier one. I like when you're dramatic. <laughs> this one was too, like, wholesome. I feel like I think about the outs, like, when I don't even need to be thinking about them. Rain's and out. Mm-hmm. Rain? Yeah. Yeah. I was not in the mood for that. Ugh, it was raining today, and I, like, I just felt like it wasn't my moment <laughs> when I felt that rain. Mm. Hmm. Out okay, guys. I posted a, a two weeks from Tuesday poster in the elevator of my apartment building, and someone took it down. So why would they do that? I don't know. So that's out taking down other people's posters. <laughs> like who? Why would you do that? Like I would never <laughs> think to like rip someone's poster off, even if I didn't like it. Yeah, maybe it was the actual. I don't even know who manages my building. The only thing I would do is if it was like a MAGA poster. That's like a, that's what would make me rip something off. Yeah. That's about it, though. I feel like on that note, like on maybe we can note, kick it. Yeah, let's kick it. <laughs> um, can I kick it? Ki- yes, yes, you can. can. Okay. okay, guys, this okay. was so fun. We're done. We talked for a long while. We're always chatting. We're always just chatting. To them. We're with you. Um, we will see you guys after the break for our special oh, guest. They are so fun. They are so fun. You guys are gonna You're... love this interview. We're so excited. We are. Okay, stay okay. tuned. We're see just getting giddy. Soon. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>
Hi guys, we're back from the break and we're here with our special guest for this episode. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves and where you're from? Hello. Yes, we're Galloway. Um, I'm Lawson. I'm from Charlotte. I'm Daniel. I'm from Morganton. And I'm Robert. I'm from Raleigh. And you guys as a band are? We're Galloway. Galloway. Yes. We have a other members, but they couldn't make it today. It's just us for now. Do you want to give shout outs to other band, band members? Yes, we have uh, Nick Williams, who is in Greensboro, mm-hmm. and we have Luca Wilbur, who's in Nashville, Tennessee. Sweet. Okay. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show today. We're so excited. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> we're so yeah, we're so excited. We're we're just getting started, and I've been listening to your guys' music for a while, so this is like quite an honor. I'm like, oh my we're god, so we're in person. This is crazy. <laughs> thank you. is <laughs> <Donners>. <laughs> All right, so today's episode was um, called You Can't Be Everything All at Once, um, which is about finding balance in life and giving yourself um, the grace to find that balance. And um, we, our first question we wanted to ask you guys, um, do you guys currently have balance? Are you trying to find balance? Um, is that something that you think about um, on a daily basis, every once in a while? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you mean like balance within like life? right yeah yes okay i was just i was just (laughs) yeah um uh, oh man um for me personally finding a balance is like super super important because i work with a lot of high schools in the area that i um uh, that i live in uh teaching um, actually percussion and working with like just a lot of schools with that having the band go on but then also having another job outside of that just to you know fill in the gaps of all that so it is very important to find a balance um, and I'm still figuring it out, still trying to figure that out, but it's, it's, it's a process for me personally, at least I, that, yeah. that's only for me. No, like, it can know. be very overwhelming, you know, working like a nine to five, five days a week, and then still trying to find the energy to get home and songwrite or practice music or prepare for whatever gig we have coming up. Um, cause even though music is like an outlet of like joy for us, you know, when you just have absolutely no energy to do anything, you know, you've worked your ass off at work and you still have to put in the time and the work and you have to make sure that you're responding to people on social media, you're responding to like um, inquiries for booking, you know, like all of that stuff. It can get a little overwhelming, but, you know, I think that we're, I think we're managing, or at least for me personally, I can't, I can't speak for everyone, but I'm getting there. I'm finding my balance. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a process. It's a learning process. Okay. Always ongoing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I feel like Aaron and I are always saying, like, we're just trying to find balance. We're just trying to, like, find this elusive word. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. anytime anybody asks us how we are, we're like, we're just doing the thing. We're just, like, yeah. 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 Just trying to figure it out. Trying to stay afloat. Like, we're balanced enough. I think, like, Aaron and I at least are people who not, like, take on too much because everything gets done. But, like, mm-hmm. just, it's it's hard to find it. Do you, do you, and I feel like you guys as, like, musicians and also, like, clearly working nine to fives teaching students like do you guys have any secrets for like how to maintain sanity <laughs> for, for me personally like having like a physical planner like really really helped out like I know that's like the general like everyone says that and it's like oh just write it down but like for me I like I'm a visual person I need to see like in front of me okay this is what my week or month looks like this is where that show is this is where that rehearsal is blah 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 like for me personally, that's where that's where I find balance mm-hmm. and like just organizing stuff. 
no Google Calendar. The only thing that's <laughs> I did no Google Docs are in there too. Google spreadsheet drives all that shit is in there. It's great. The only thing that's helped me is I stopped, I finally stopped smoking weed. I was like, all right, I got too much going on. I can't do this regularly. It finally stopped and I feel like I'm starting to get my shit together just a little bit. <laughs> It, it makes awesome. a difference. It, I think that the weed sneaks up on you because I've definitely been in places where I'm just like, oh, this is chill. I'm just doing the mm-hmm. things, a little sesh sometimes. But then you like stop and you're like, oh my God, my brain is yeah. like working so much faster. Like, look at this <laughs> <go>, girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, and you don't even notice because it's such like a gradual like slide into it. Then you're smoking every single day. And then like the brain fog is constant and it just becomes part of normal like everyday life. And then you stop and you're like, oh, shit, this is how it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, we were doing some recording recently and I was, I guess, smoking a little bit. <laughs> and I was telling Aaron, I was like, Aaron, I just don't know where my brain so <laughs> You can back me up on that. A little slow, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Prop, props for you. Good for you. Glad, glad, glad move through. What about you, Daniel? I guess for me, balance is always like prioritizing my time when it's actually my time off and I have to like I don't know I guess put emphasis on that which kind of sounds like counterproductive because it's like my time to relax but as long as I have like those moments of I'm gonna go home and do nothing hang out with my cat and watch a movie I'm gonna be way more inclined to like work my work my 50 hour weeks and then drive to Raleigh and back for a gig and Mm -hmm. whatever it is um so would you guys describe like would you guys say that music is like I know that you have other jobs but would you say that music is your top priority like the like the thing that you want to like just be doing oh yeah like I think something that we were talking about at some point um today last we talked about a lot is like um, um ultimately trying to be able to make music like the top priority and always like um uh, be able to support ourselves through that as much as possible because for me like that's kind of it's kind of my life at this point right now where I'm just I'm teaching students or I am uh playing music in front of people or writing it or doing whatever you know like it it's super important to me so so like um on on just keeping my sanity Mm -hmm. as well probably (laughs) yeah music has been like throughout my life it's really been one of the only things that I have been able to like dig my heels in and actually get passionate about especially from like a career perspective and I know that like becoming like a hot shot musician is is kind of a shot in the dark sometimes but like yeah if I could end up being able to like play music I don't need to be like rich famous any of that shit but like if I can support myself and still be able to play regularly and still have that outlet then yes ultimately I would love to make music um my career because it's really the only thing that like I really find passion in mm-hmm. yeah no that is very real like mm-hmm. having like a nine to five that's like a placeholder for income just to make it kind of happen musically is I don't even know that can be a lot in itself so just mm-hmm. having that the means to tour and or to, like um support yourself that way would be absolutely the dream mm-hmm. yeah yeah I think that's something like just like as someone who's very creative but definitely works like a nine to five it's it's hard to figure out how to like organize your time and like mm-hmm. I don't know sometimes I'm like I just wish I could quit this nine to five and just do what I love full-time but like oh, yeah. it's yeah. the risk re- reward yeah yeah and it's super like demoralizing you know when you're like 
get off you, you're working the job so that you can like put in the time and the energy for what you're passionate about and then you get off work and you're too tired to do anything <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like oh this is the fifth day in a row where i said that i was going to work on this song i said that i was going to practice and i just don't have the energy for it so i don't it's just it can be super demoralizing but yes that is the ultimate goal uh, another thing i think we talk about is not just like finding balance, but like figuring out how, like what to do in your schedule and sometimes falling into like the trap of doing things that aren't for yourself, but like doing them because other people have put pressure on you to do them or like, uh, like just for reasons that aren't just for like following what you want. And have you guys ever fell into like pressures from family or friends? And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially with like, um, uh, as an artist, you, you're not really making a lot of money right off the bat or generally just making a lot of money isn't, isn't kind of what you're doing it for. So like, I, I know definitely um, like whether it's from like other, other people around in my life or um, uh, people that are closer to me, I've definitely felt like that kind of almost pressure of like, are you going to find a real job or, you know, <laughs> do that. And like yeah. the whole real job, I, I, I know you guys already know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Is that that is definitely a a statement that I'm always I always roll my eyes to. So I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, like I'm not I'm not always having. Fun. I mean, I'm having fun. All I love playing music, but like it is work too. There's work to this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not just doing whatever all day. Because <laughs> like when you're younger, you know, like when you're like 18, 19, 20, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be a musician. Of course, everyone's super supportive. They're like, yeah, do it, live your dream, and then you get out of college. And then people are like, okay, so like, what are you going to do for your career? You know, (laughs) and it's like, I don't know. I want to be a musician. But like, you have to try to like balance both of those things and balance the pressure from other people. Like, I don't know, putting those like expectations on you of like, yeah, that's great. You know, like live your dream, but also you need a career and you need to be able to support yourself financially. You need insurance. You need all these things. It's like, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right now like imagine like a christmas party or something and like being like a struggling artist and like just trying to tell like my grandma or something like she's like what are you up to oh i'm just doing my music and she's like what like what else are you doing like yeah people talk to like it's a cute hobby you know yeah. like oh that's so that's great for you have you been playing your little music with your little bandmates and it's like uh, okay <laughs> yeah, yeah i have <laughs> <laughs> you you can even like go into their song oh yeah yeah so you guys have a song called american failure what mm-hmm. is an american failure do you guys want to go into the backstory of like the creation of that song sure yes so um that song i wrote it on uh acoustic guitar on my 23rd birthday which is where the lyrics crying on your jordan day come from because i like Every year that I've gotten older, it's just gotten harder and harder. Because, you know, when you're younger, you have this really, like, idealized, like, perspective of where you're going to be at when you're 23, 24, 25. So when 23 hit and I had moved back home with my parents, you know, like, in COVID and all that shit, and I was just feeling so low. And I, like, had been crying all day. It was my birthday. It was supposed to be a good day. And I was like, I just feel like a loser. You know, I'm like this pothead who is working this like shitty little job and I'm living with my parents and like all my friends live super far away from me 
And like at that point, music, like a music career really did just feel like a pipe dream. And so I sat down and I wrote that song um, and was like belting out the like good night American failure, like sweet dreams, like because um, I just felt like total shit about myself. And, you know, it was super cathartic to be able to, to like put that into a song um, and then to have other people relate to it and realizing, you know, like, oh, I'm not the only one who feels like this. And then I sent it off to them, you know, like not really thinking much of it. And um, even though we all live in different places, everyone like wrote their own parts. And then we got together and played it as a full band. And it felt like the song just like really came together supernaturally. Mm. Well, what's hard is every, everyone I feel like is their own worst critic. And sometimes mm -hmm. you just need to like hear you're not alone or just have some support for like for perspective. Cause like, a, I don't know. I feel like everyone internalizes like. Yeah, definitely. Like um, I moved to New York this past summer and I would call Aaliyah and I'd be like I just don't know I don't know what I'm doing because I moved there to be a writer and a photographer and a videographer and like I'm like I just don't know what I'm doing she's like you have to give yourself grace you just moved like it's been a month and I'm like okay but I'm supposed to be doing my thing <laughs> yeah oh yeah but like y'all said you know you're your own worst critic I remember when I finished that song I sent it to my sister because I send her everything that I write and her first response she was like this isn't about you is it this better not be like a self-defeatist victim song and I was like listen <laughs> like I'm just going through it okay like yeah I do she was like you better not tell me that you feel like an American failure and I was like I do sometimes and I think that that's like okay to acknowledge you know like it's okay to acknowledge that to get that out of your system and then to move right along you know like you have your little you have your little moment where you feel like shit about yourself <laughs> mm -hmm. and then you carry on yeah what, what about next song american success i don't know i think you guys are really good and i don't know that's a little hard to write about <laughs> maybe in the future i don't know i think i gotta have a few more good things uh, come, come my way first <laughs> no i'm just hyping you guys up because like i don't i don't know like i can relate to your music i know other people who have actually loved your music and i don't know i feel like qual like even if you don't feel like you've reached your peak of success you've reached people and have like moved people and i feel yeah. like mm -hmm. that's for us like one of the most important things i think like if our music can actually connect to somebody and actually make them feel something like with the music and not just like oh these are cute sounds coming out yeah. of this band that's cool yeah like if they can actually connect to it that'd be that's mm. mm -hmm. yeah cool. like after like playing a show and having someone come up and like reference a specific song and say like how they relate to it or how it helped them get through a really hard time is like super like humbling and it's a very like makes you feel super honored because you know you you put these songs out there and you're like like kind of like robert said like i hope it's not just sound you know like i hope that this can connect with someone um and that that way like they feel like they're not alone in their experience you know mm -hmm. Course. That's, that's so wholesome yeah that's something we talk about all the time too like that's literally we're both writers and that's literally mm -hmm. why we do what we do we just want to yeah it I've really is said, if i just touch piece. one person i'm i'm like that was my mission mm -hmm. <laughs> absolutely y'all get it completely yeah. <laughs> is is that how you i was gonna like flip and just just say like what would you guys consider success like is there more than just like like or yes like in impacting people but 
I don't know if you guys had anything further to elaborate on. Uh, for for me personally, I guess like with like uh, I guess measuring success, um, I guess I could we could put it more so in in terms of like um, growth in our own songwriting, like uh, being able yeah. to hear from like say the earlier stuff when it was just Lost and doing doing their thing, as opposed to the most their American Failure, the most recent EP kind of being able to hear like the difference between those two sounds and be able to say, oh yeah, we act, we matured as musicians um, from 2000 and what, uh, 17, 18, mm-hmm. whenever that first one came out to Think It Over stuff, which was like 2019, like when the whole band was there and then to now um, 2022, 2022, yeah, we're in that year, <laughs> 2022, <laughs> um, when American Failure came out. Like I, I do think, for me personally, I like that. That's kind of like a personal success, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. um, aside from just reaching other people. What do you think? Um, <laughs> yeah, put them well, on the spot. I mean, like I came into things like considerably later. So like when I joined, there was a an intimidation factor with coming into the band because I saw you like coming in, seeing you in a different light because you guys were like huge in Boone. So it was like for me, a huge personal success was just playing a show with y'all and then having a song with y'all and then now having an EP mm-hmm. and just, I don't know, like that road is just very exciting to me. And I think yeah. that's success in itself, at least for me. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree that so that. much. But yeah, for me, I would say the biggest thing, like Rob said, is like being able to, to listen back to old songs and hear the growth between them. Um, And then also, yeah, like we said earlier, is just like, knowing that your music connects with other people that is absolutely like hands down the biggest thing even if like nothing happens and our music doesn't take off or anything like that just knowing that there are people out there who can connect on an emotional level with the music that you've created is i feel like that in and of itself makes it worth it Mm -hmm. that was so nice (laughs) no that was so you guys are just such a sweet band i don't know I feel like you guys also must have like very cool style. I don't know. I feel like you guys are like we're we're just like chatting over Zoom right now. I feel like you guys would have a very cool like wardrobe for like your performances. I we're don't just, know. We're just talking about <laughs> me. Me and Dan. Dan just bought these pants. They're um uh, some plaid pants. They are. They are quite impeccable. Literally, say. yeah. <laughs> li- oh, they are. They're they're quite the pants. And literally, yeah. Like uh, I just bought a pair of those pants yesterday. And uh, yeah, I'd like to think that we're we're a little bit styling sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes try, we'll try. We'll, we'll try. We're trying to be <laughs> yes. at least. <laughs> I go and do my uh, my like uh, thrift store, like yeah. my my queer clothes haul, where I just find <laughs> I find like all the all the the coolest clothes in the women's section, and then I wear them out, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, that shirt's so cool! Where'd you get it?" And I'm like, "Goodwill." section like it was four dollars i feel like aaron's the fashion queen of the two i'm a little haphazard i'm just in a hoodie no (laughs) i'm in sweatpants right now so like aaron what's in and out these days on the fashion trends oh gosh so i have my i have a segment on the show called aaron's what's in and what's out And, and the other day i said that um high top converse were out and low top converse are coming back in Interesting. I literally I wore high top converse out last I night. Heard. No. <laughs> so did I. So did I. I haven't stopped with the high top converse yet. I'm absolutely I'm, I'm wrecked. Wrecked. I think we're going that direction. <laughs> so what what about high top bands? Are those still all right? 
I okay. think they're chill. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not the fashionista. No one gives a fuck about what I say. <laughs> Honestly, it's like everyone is just like, Aaron, fashion. I'm like, I like this jacket. And then Aaron's like, no, I like that one. And that jacket <laughs> is always the one I've worn, <laughs> which is okay. So, Aaron, what do you think about Ugg boots? I need to know. Stop They've been out. Thank you. Thank you. I was in a full-blown argument with one of my friends yesterday who was who almost wore Ugg boots out. And I was like, you That's better fucking not wear your Ugg boots out to go drink. <laughs> we and were at a club last like, night. I and love I Uggs. Them. And I said, no, they're out. They have been out. Keep them off your fucking feet. <laughs> Wait, I want a loss and on a what's in and out. <laughs> <laughs> I can be a guest star. <laughs> What about Doc Martens? For what, I uh, no, but I feel like they've become very like they're so mainstream. Like everyone mm-hmm. owns Doc Martens. I'm I feel like we need a new Doc Martens. <laughs> oh no, dude, you like, just bought those. The, 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 yeah, like the top rack of my shoe rack is Docs and high top Converse, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm gonna go hop out and burn this. <laughs> No, Doc Martens aren't out of style. They, okay, I'm taking them down. No, I love Docs. No, like I'm just years. saying. I'm saying we want our guy friend to buy Doc Martens. We think we want him to have this edge, and he's been refusing us. We've been trying to style him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I love Doc Martens, but they've just, like you said, they have become so mainstream. You know, we we're like, you go out and, and cool. everyone's, everyone's wearing them. Yeah. It's like Lily's on a given Friday night. Everyone's a super. <laughs> yeah. The low top Docs are a little. Low top Docs are you're loyal i'm actually looking for a pair of like brown low top docks yeah actively on the hunt on depop for those right now (laughs) they're hard to find they're hard to find when i got mine i it took me like a good three months (laughs) (laughs) inspiration was it worth it we might have a have to have a fashion follow up segment with with this band, but this, yeah, we really went into depth. We were just having too much fun, but we, I, I think that's a wrap, right, Aaron? Do you want do you want to wrap? Do you want to wrap yeah. it up? Thank you so much for coming today. For oh, us. Thank you for having us. This was an absolute blast. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are so much fun. You're so yes. personable. This was really a wonderful experience. Yes, and oh. definitely check yes. out check out Galloway on Instagram, Spotify. Check out their song "American um, Failure" on our playlist. No one's a failure. Everyone is yes, actually. It's all perspective. <laughs> you can so get through true. it. It's all. We're always on the ups, but this has been a pleasure. We can't yeah. wait till two weeks. We'll, we'll see you guys two weeks from Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Bye, guys. Perfect. We'll see y'all soon. Have a good one. Bye.